0: Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder.
1: Brandon, I know for sure that I try to get a daily, regular, white guy, a little bit of a meditation in every day. Maybe it's like 10, five minutes. How about four days of dark meditation to see if, like, eh, football's still in your future? Here's the headline. Aaron Rodgers to consider future during darkness retreat. Rob Domofsky gives us the article on ESPN.com.
0: It's hard to give a woke Maga on somebody from ESPN.com. He's yeah. from Wisconsin. I'm assuming he's – who knows? I mean, there's nothing about this that's – I mean, it is very woke, but it's uh, it's sort of like more of a, a, a general um, – fluff piece if you will so i'm not going to give him a, i'm not giving him anything on the wagometer at this point
1: i love when we do fluff pieces here's a little quote the green bay packers <laughs> like quarterback telling, uh, packers quarterback telling the pad McAfee show that he will embark on a four day four night darkness retreat he said last summer that he had taken part in the ayahuasca ceremonies that could produce hallucinations he said the darkness retreat does not include the use of ayahuasca quote it's just sitting in isolation meditation dealing with your thoughts It stimulates DMT, so there can be some hallucinations in there, but it's just kind of sitting in silence, which most of us never do. We rarely even turn off our phone or put blinds down to sleep in darkness. I'm really looking forward to it. Roger said the retreat will be alone in the confines of a small house in an undisclosed location. He said meals are delivered, but otherwise there is no contact
0: with the outside world. Sounds like a good time, Brandon. Uh, This is my living nightmare, the dark part. (laughs) Like, sitting in a dark uh, room my claustrophobia would kick in so badly it would be horrible but i do like the idea of going in and taking time to meditate to i think the hardest part really honestly is in the dark i mean if you're not like claustrophobic like i am i think the hard part is being away from people that's a 4 days a long time to be flying solo i've done it before i've done a 2 day silent retreat it was hard man really hard okay so we can get into the
1: retreat in a second cuz i do think it's important to talk about it. But here's the giant douche of this thing. Anybody that's really into this doesn't tell anybody that they're really into this. You don't go on a show to brag right. so that everybody could talk about you going to a four day darkness tree. He had to have known that he was going to let the sports world on fire by saying of that course. He was doing I
0: mean, this. he's a self promoter. I mean, he's always been a self promoter. It feels like a little bit like he's kind of reaching the end of his career and he's trying to rebrand himself a little He got his ponytail dated uh, that young uh, actress you know he he took ayahuasca it's not ayahuasca; it's ayahuasca and that's like a hardcore hallucinogenic drug that they take in central america and it's it's finding your spirit creature i mean it's a big i mean there look bottom line there are some real benefits to taking hallucinogens more and more studies are being done on it they're working with ptsd people so there are, but I don't look at this and go, whoa, this is so weird. He's doing this. It's more of what you said. Like, well, why are we having this guy? Why are you telling people? Are you trying to bring, is he trying to draw attention to something that he thinks is going to be helpful? Because I don't get that feeling. That's what he's doing. He's trying to be the cool guy and brag
1: that he does ayahuasca and goes on four day darkness retreats. You think that's what it is? Of course that's what it is. Well, I don't know. It might not be exact. I mean, maybe he really wants to help people. Like, so you think he's telling this person on a nationally syndicated radio show in hopes of inspiring others to go do four day darkness retreats?
0: Okay, no, I don't think that, but I do think you're very cynical. And it is possible that maybe uh, while ill conceived on his part, that he might actually be trying to share that, hey, I mean, like, he's a voice to the NFL, right? You got a lot of young players in there, a lot of people with a lot of money. He's at the end of his career, he's made more money than God. He is rich. He's never going to have to worry about working again. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Maybe he's trying to point out that hey, there's more to life than just this. I mean, Tom Brady just retired, and you'd thought like after seventy years, you'd swear that that dude's just like. I mean, he has a. If he doesn't play football, I don't know what that dude's going to do. He needs to go on a silent retreat and take ayahuasca. So this
1: brings me to my next part. Thank you for transitioning to this. The great Aaron Rodgers, who's made two hundred million dollars, is not married, has no kids, lives a great life is telling all of us, the working mom with three kids who's single, has been divorced, me with four jobs and three kids, hey, everybody, just take four days off from your life and go contemplate what the next step is. Who is afforded in life? By the way, you said you took a two-day retreat. Good for you. But you wouldn't do that now. I got a wife. Hey, wife, I'm going away to be in the darkness four
0: days. She's like, stick it up your –
1: that's not happening.
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think if I told Corey, like, Look, I think this is going to be really valuable for us as a family if I go away for 4 days to do this this spiritual retreat. I think she'd be totally down for it. I mean, I would I mean, if if your wife said to you, "Hey, uh Larry, I want to go do this this prayer retreat for 4 days." I realize you got 3 kids, it's a lot of work, but and she worked it out where you got help with driving kids around, you'd be like supportive of her going to do that, right? If you thought it was it's it was sincere. Maybe, but here's my point in this quote that I read
1: he says something he says something like most people never even turn their phones off i'm going on a 4 day silence. it's like bro you're such in such a privileged
0: position like sure. oh, yeah we don't turn our phone off big guy come on well i i hear what you're saying i'm a, i just i'm going to push back a little bit on you on this one larry i'm not saying that you're wrong at all about aaron rodgers and his motivation for doing this but i am going to say that there is something very valuable if you can carve out time like this so like anybody else, what are our values? Where do we prioritize our time? I mean, we'd have, you'd have to look at your time and say, "Can I?" It, at the end of the day, is this valuable? That's the question I would push back on you, saying, oh, I, wouldn't, I couldn't do this. I'm like, well, yes, you could. You might have to give up some other things, but you could do it. You might have to give up golf, the Cal Club, and all the other fun activities you do, but you could do it. How about this? How about this?
1: How about just... Five minutes of daily meditation for people out there. But how do you know he doesn't do that? I'm just letting you know uh, for anybody listening, maybe you don't want to to take the four-day darkness retreat (laughs) behind door number two. (laughs) How about just five minutes? And by the way, five minutes is really hard to do, and I like what you said. I actually feel claustrophobic. For the five to ten minutes I do it, I do it in a dark room, and I almost get claustrophobic in my own thoughts, thinking that for the next ten minutes, I'm not going to think about anything. It's I know this sounds crazy, but it's almost like dying in a way.
0: No, I don't think it's crazy in the terms of... I'm sure that most people that are listening to this right now have probably never taken 20 minutes of their life to sit in absolute silence and push out their thoughts, right? To say the idea of contemplative prayer, contemplative meditation, contemplative breath is to focus only on your breath for 5 or 10 or 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, so I find it... And people, and, but, but people say, what's the point of that? Well... I don't know what the point of it is for other folks. I certainly know that my brain and your brain go 8 trillion miles an yeah. hour all the time. So for me, it's a slowing down of the world for me. It's amazing what happens to me when I take that time to do that. And it is a commitment. It is hard. It's like exercise, right? I mean, you, you don't want to do it. And people are like, oh, I love exercise. I'm like, shut up. I hate people that talk like, oh, no, I love the result. There's something that happens when I'm exercising that is good and and I, and I do it because I enjoy that. But no one says, I really want to torture myself for an hour or two hours and love it. Unless you're just a mental, right? I think that there's this, this thing that happens instead of people being honest and saying, hey, man, here's the deal. It's hard. We know it's hard. But we do it because it brings great benefit on the other side. I think we do too much time in this, at least in our culture and society, where we want everything to be easy. And so you have these people like, I love it. I love to run marathons. Like, no, you don't. Don't. It's brutal. It's brutal on your body. It's hard to train for it. Now, do I think there are people out there that absolutely love the accomplishment? Absolutely. Do I think that they find great joy in the achievement? Absolutely. And even in the daily practice, I have a a good friend, Peter, who who is a a triathlete. And I know he trains every day. But when he gets up at 5 a.m. in the morning on a cold morning and he's got to go out and swim or ride or do whatever, I guarantee he's not like, oh, man, I'm looking forward to this. No, he's looking forward to the cup of coffee at the end of it. But he does it because he's dedicated to what he's doing, and I think that just be honest. I hate when people are dishonest about things like that. It's hard. It's not fun, but you could do it because it brings good results. And I could just hear all the people. Come on, man! I love to run blue. I could just hear the Yentas out there yelling right now, saying how much I love to work out. I'm like, okay, no, you love the result of the workout. You don't really love the workout. I love you. Just made my point about Aaron Rodgers,
1: but I will say this: I it's like 97 or 98 percent of our brain is unused. We're really only it's some crazy right. statistic, it's like 3%. The 98 to 97% that is unused is the primordial part of us as human beings. It is literally the part of our body that breathes, keeps the blood flowing. And when you meditate, I feel like what you're doing is trying to get in touch with the 97% of your brain that literally just keeps us running. Yeah. That seems weird.
0: No, I, I, th- I think that's very true. It's being in, in tune with your own rhythms, your own body. Like I've been sick with the flu for the last, I just am getting over it Uh, last. It was horrible. I haven't haven't had the flu in a long time, puking, all the nastiness. Oh my. And I I was thinking to myself yesterday as I was sort of uh, in the heat of it all. And I feel like I'm at 80% now, but in the heat of it all, I was thinking, man, you want to, you want to appreciate your life and your health, get sick because when you're no longer sick, you're just like, man, it feels good to just eat a meal. I didn't eat yesterday, right? And just to get up and have a cup of coffee and a glass of water without feeling like you're going to hurl all over the place is incredible. And I think that's part of that meditative process. It's, it's not easy to do per se, but it, it gets you in tune with yourself. Being sick, nothing's going to get you more in tune with your body than being sick, right? Because you're just like, I, you can't control it. You can't stop it. It's awful. And then when you come out of it, you're like, man, I, I appreciate you body for fighting off this, whatever it was that I can actually go out and breathe some fresh air and not feel awful all day long. So I think there's a part of that.
1: Well, I would like to thank Aaron Rodgers for telling us about his upcoming vacation and you Brandon for telling us that you've had the trots for the last two weeks. Thank you. (laughs)